the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where we born? Toronto. Toronto. There is no pronunciation. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun, fine, black, and Canadian, just like us, and you're not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, the one who has now learned that someone can have an entire mental breakdown and still be lying to you. Sucks. Oh, well, mental illness will do that. It will. <laughs> With me are two, the two loves, the two people that you love more than your favorite summer jams, Antonia and John. That's, that's a lot of pressure. But it's true. I'm just <laughs> stating facts. Makes sense. Does anyone else cast judgment on other people's music when they hear it as they're rolling by? Just like, oh, that song. <laughs> I immediately think of when I was still living in Oshawa, um, and carless, by the way, um, just noting that, being jealous of other people being able to drive everywhere, and this guy rolled uh. by in a purple PT Cruiser, Woo! and I heard the dulcet tones of, <laughs> they see me rolling, <laughs> they hate me, and I was like, oh no, and me being like, well, I wish I had a car, but also, this is embarrassing. The only thing that would have topped that story, like, the, the real cherry, like, there's already icing on the story, but the cherry on top would have been if there were, like, flame decals, so decals on, that, on this PT cruiser. That would have taken away from how bad the speakers were. Oh, no! Because, like, I've never factory. been in a PT cruiser, but I'm sure the factory speakers are not, they're not built for you cranking it all the way to nah. 50 so like you, you mess could with the see the car, you could see the car rattling <laughs> with how much he was like, but and he didn't have the windows all the way down there partially, but it was just like dum 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 dum. So and this was like, wasn't in the era of the PT Cruiser being a new release. Like it's an old car at the time you're seeing. This. It was old, yeah. Like I think it had been out. I think it, the PT Cruiser, PT Cruiser at that oh, point sure. was maybe like five, ten years old. Like it wasn't oh, okay. a newer oh, car. Oh no, not so super was, old. It's no, no, not like I was saw it two you know, weeks ago. No, 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 no. I was living in Oshawa two weeks ago. <laughs> this was like this was like Oshawa two thousand and it's prime Oshawa. nine maybe. <laughs> Honestly, here we are. Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was just like I, I'm staying at the bus stop again, me carless, but then heavily judging. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I may not have a car, but I'm not that. But I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of. But then also to this one guy who this white dude who drove past me, playing the heaviest of like gangster rap, all n words included, every other word. Very office space. <laughs> and he saw me turn. And look at him and immediately turned his music down. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I thought, Jared. <laughs> nice. Like, he, he was singing along. And I happened to be walking, again, still carless, walking the <laughs> other direction towards my bus stop. And I just. And again, I must have had really a really, really, really weird day at work. Because I was just, I had enough. I was at my <laughs> limit. And I just looked at him. And I remember him locking eyes going, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. Good. Those are, those are the bacon bits the, the universe throws on you when you've had enough. Yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> what I needed. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I um, I judge a bit. Um, I also end up being really impressed by, like, 
um, now that it's summertime and motorcycles are out, like some of the the really big, the bigger like touring bikes that the have hold seven people. Yeah, that have loud ass <laughs> systems. I'm just like, wow, I'm impressed at the the volume you can get on that thing. Like, where did you hide these things? Like your your engines and wheels. Like, where are the speakers and why are they so good? I don't know where the speakers are, but they're good because you can hear them over the like yeah. rumbling. Yeah. On the motorcycle. I'm excited to see the bikers back. John wants one of those. <laughs> they're good. They're good bikes. They're good. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen the biker the biker um meetups yet. Oh, they're they were on the four hundred and highway one all between here and Sudbury this weekend. Very nice. And uh spontaneous like parking lot classic car shows, which I love. This is what I love about summer, I swear. It's the dumbest thing, but I love it so much. Um, I also like when I get judged uh, for my music. Like, I've been caught multiple times with Queen or, like, Tears for Fears or The Doors. And everyone's looking at me like, you? I'm like, yeah, me. Do something. You singing along? You got the next chorus? Like, what do you, what you want? <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to rule the world. What do you want? You got range. <laughs> I do. My, uh, my phone on shuffle, mind of its own. <laughs> Very eclectic. I especially <laughs> love when I just like play one or two songs on a playlist and it starts to play other songs later. Be like, we think you'll like these. I'm like, I do. And I'm like, why aren't these already on my playlist? <laughs> yes. Disappointed. Good times. <laughs> yeah, Spotify is really intuitive for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. John, you make sure nobody's hearing your, your music. I mean, I've always been a proponent of the Walkman CD players and earbuds. Yeah. Shout out. What was it? Uh, the Shockwave? This yes. Yeah. I had one of those. It had the and then I, the side clasp and the hand oh grip man. so you could think you could jog with it. Meanwhile, you were making that thing skip as oh. you tried to jog. Real bad. <sighs> I touched the little lens in mine <laughs> um, because I thought, it's not real. <laughs> and then it died. <laughs> so. No. No. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to hit a yard sale and see if I can find a tape player and bring back magnetic cons- cassette. Uh, yeah. I just want to, I want to be that range of like old person. <laughs> vinyls are so whatever. Like you can still buy vinyls. Like give me the cassette. <laughs> yard sale, sun faded album art cassettes. <laughs> I'm like, sure you'll find something real, next month. Real lived in cassettes that I have to buy that briefcase for with all the slots for them. My parents had one of those. John, do you still have one? No. No. (laughs) Disappointed. (laughs) All right. Well, for those who are about to search Craigslist for a cassette player for me, thank you. And we'll take the short break. Next stop, what you say? Yeah, what's up? Let's, uh, Let's get into a little what you saying. Yeah, the world's on fire, and we try to keep it light around here, but... Sometimes, sometimes, it's it's so maddening, you gotta laugh. And that's where I feel I'm at. And I feel, Antonia, you're, if you're not there yet, you're approaching. Based on your Instagram activity. I <laughs> am always there. <laughs> so, what I wanted to kind of get the ball rolling on with this particular segment is the Canada's need to deflect in no other way that I've seen before of we're not as bad as the U.S. At least we're not the states. All of them put together. All 50 of them. Um, just 
when it when it comes to most things, but particularly because the topic of the day is gun violence, they are the worst of the planet. This isn't like, oh hey, at least we're not the at least we're not the US winning all these gold medals at Olympics. It's not this isn't the bar. You're like, hey, we're not the ceiling. We're not the we're not the basement. Like, what do we what <laughs> when when this is said, what image are you conjuring? like how how are you reconciling these feelings of like this is comforting? <laughs> that we're you're still still bad, but not the worst. Like you're you're a D, not a F. Like I don't uh, Oh, yeah, Canada's great system don't work like that anymore, do they? No. <laughs> There's the No Child Left Behind system they have, so yeah, you know, everything's different. But you know what I mean? It's just the, I particularly have become very enraged by that because people are really digging their heels in and providing nothing else but that. And I'm just like, if you're gonna be so off topic, just highlight our nice, Natural landmarks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Our clean highways. Like, Look at the do, rolling hills of Nova Scotia. Like, do, do something. Sit outside while we play these dulcet tones of do rare birds. Do something else. Like, literally anything else. I've had so many conversations with people who are just like, their way of coping with hearing about yet another shooting another massacre, another injustice is just masking and being like, well, you know, it could be worse. And I'm like, we shouldn't be, could be worsing this. This is the worst. This is the worst that's happened. In 144, 150 days of this year, there have been 200 and something mass shootings in the States. Yeah. Why is that not more alarming? Why? And I understand. (laughs) Thank you. I understand that we have grown to be desensitized about a lot of things. I get that. Mass shootings should not be one of them. Hello. It should not be one of them. Like Mass shootings at schools. Elementary schools. Grocery stores, churches, everywhere. Like every every single space that should be safe and should be protected and should just be a place you go to you don't like you don't expect to be a part of a mass shooting. Like you know you don't go anywhere expecting that you're gonna be a victim or, you know, of a herring like crime. You don't go anywhere expecting that. But for people just to be like, wow, so happy I live in Canada. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that you literally ha- have oh, property. Oh, did that van attack not happen here? Yeah, you literally have property. Did that mosque shooting not happen here? Built on, on, on indigenous like graves. You literally have Hello. spaces that have been occupied and that you have pushed people out to the furthest regions that they can't even have clean drinking water. You literally live in a country that put together a sham of a truth and reconciliation and have yet to actually do anything that is not performative, that is not just a high five, which is not, you know, okay, we're going to take down some statues, but we're actually not going to make sure that you um, can afford to live where you're living. Is that okay? Like people ask not to be (laughs) killed and you give the police billions of dollars. Like, I don't know the disconnect. So like you shoot someone with a pellet gun. Uh, the disconnect is disgusting. Not even a week. Not even a week, and we already had a copycat. Like, not even a week, we already had somebody... Le- four schools had to be put in lockdown. Yeah. Because someone was trying to get inside of one of them 
With a BB gun. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i so, like, bleh. And people are like, well, if you don't live in Canada, and it comes down to this whole thing, well, if you don't like it here, then leave. I'm like, where else am I going to go? Hi. Like, where else am I going to Sweden? Like, where else am I going to go? I'm that, I'm, that I'm not at a language d- disadvantage or, you know, any other thing. Like, where else am I going to go? And so I have to, like, make it work here, but it feels like, you know, one step forward and 25,000 steps back. But because, also, like, why is that a solution? Like, it, you don't it, like it, leave. leave. But, like, that's, but that's what people say, because they, they're so comfortable again in the, their in their desensitization, if that's a word, of being here and just being like, oh, well, that's really, that's a lot. Not that's a really then that. problem. Like, But also, too, the privilege of being able to yeah. just ignore things. Yeah. Must be real nice How's to go, I'm just says. not going to watch the news because it's real sad. I'm just not going to read the newspaper because all that's in there is death and tragedy. I'm just going to keep continuing my life and with joy and happiness and love for everybody because I just newspapers? can't stand to, oh yeah, <laughs> I can't stand to, to think so much about what a privilege it is yeah. to be so blissfully and willfully ignorant to the cries of other people around you that you're just like, well, it could be worse. This is the worst. The worst. <laughs> like, we're living in it. Yeah. Roe versus Wade is being turned over. Canada, who knows? We might be next with our our abortion things. There are already people here who are so deep in the trenches when it comes to wanting to, like, idolize what goes on in the States. Listen, don't that, even get me started on this like, black woman who is running for the conservative leadership. Oh, that makes name me I haven't even registered nope, yet. That, so. makes, that makes me... I'm going to take that dive. It just won't be today, okay? I just, no. And I I am such a firm believer of any... I have so many questions for her. Any folks who are in a minority, whether it's racialized, whether it's, you know, LGBTQ, two-spirited LGBTQIA, like, in any of those groups, just having time off. I'm all for just being like, yep, I'm calling him black today because I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can and I won't. And I shouldn't be expected to just continue like nothing happened. Agreed. Like, why are we expected to just move on? Yeah. I, I want to say they gave that school like two weeks before they're expected back. Yeah. Are you kidding? Two weeks. Figure things out. Come back to school. Cool? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Like, no, you'll never see me again. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Like, I'm just so, ugh. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I get the need to discuss current events and to small talk and all that. And I get the need for that online as well. I honestly do. But the, <laughs> the lack of decorum, the lack of awareness, the lack of, the lack of everything is what is continues to get me. Cause we do that. Like, and there was a really great like image going around on Twitter, the vicious cycle of like, Hey, the thing happens, the thoughts and prayers, that we talk about legislation off topic, we forget about it, then the next one happens. But like yeah. the the other Venn diagram is of how we as the peasants discuss it. And it's just, yep, we uh showed that we're a decent person because we're sorry this happened. We didn't really do anything to learn about anything or um process feelings towards it or try to make a difference in some way to donate to a cause to see how help can be provided even in the smallest way like didn't didn't meditate on it like probably no actual real thoughts or prayers nope with which is just a catchphrase at this point and 
away we go until the next one because we're not as bad as the U.S. We're not as bad as the States. All right, Sheila, I've had enough. Like, it's enough. And it's just, I'm just like, wow, here we... I guess it's a sign of me getting old, like, just to be able to see this over and over again. Because I'm sure this this obviously isn't the first time, like, uh, somebody on Instagram pointed out that, like, Columbine survivors would have kids in elementary school now. Yeah. And that would be, that would totally be logical and make sense. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Sandy Hook kids were, when it happened, they were voting the last election, so. Yeah. Um, and, you know, nothing's changed, so. Literally nothing. We're talking about 20, 20 plus years of this stuff going on, I guess. Yeah, like um, in in the sophisticated internet era, oh, at the least. modern era, at least. Yeah. You know, I mean. I guess we'll call um, that modern. I don't know where we I don't know what the historians are naming things post the industrial revolution. Like, what are we? What are we calling this chunk? Like, archaeologists, historians, give me, let me know. What are we? The new millennia. I have no idea. What are we calling this? <laughs> have we murder media? <laughs> Damn it. Oof. Well, yeah. Hey, um, those uh, anime fans who are watching Love, Death, and Robots—that first one of the, the third season—sum <laughs> this up really nicely in about twenty minutes. Damn. Yeah, humanity had all the tools they needed and caused their own demise anyway. Yeah, we sure did, and we'd do it again. Like, we are just bad at things. <laughs> I mean, it's basically Wally, but less adorable. But. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, that, so unfortunately, that's what it boils down to. I mean, we are, it's an exact reflection of what our society is mm-hmm. um, in terms of needs, wants, desires, um, actual focus, and what we're aiming to be, what we want to be, what we don't want to be. Um, it's a lot of fear. It's a lot of everything. It's yeah. a lot of, you know, we're a messed up, messed up society with absolutely no intention of ever cleaning up our acts or getting ahead of anything. Yeah. Well said. Um, I want to say it was the first Matrix. Yes, it was. Um, Agent Smith has a whole monologue about Humans being compared to viruses, and all they do is spread and consume, and once they've consumed everything, they just move on to the next thing and yeah, consume. I mean, we're life. trying to move out to Mars now, so. What? Taking I the same violence to Mars. I hope Mars fires back. <laughs> Honest to God. I mean, for all 200 people who might, like, who <laughs> might end up there. Like, Vulcan just like, all right, that's yeah. enough. Just... Yeah, the Eternals the are like, I know we said we said we're gonna sit this out, but here we come. I'm waiting for the movies when it's like they go out to space and there's no plan to come back to. Like you're stuck there. Whoops. Yes. Hey, yeah. wasn't that after Earth? Except it was terrible. <laughs> but like, wasn't that the premise? Premise of it, I think. But like also the 100. Also really terrible. Yo, 100 was also. It started off really good. It did, and then they had 27 seasons. <laughs> and they jumped so many sharks. Just a ballet of sharks. I don't. Other than the misfits, I don't understand how that happened so drastically, so badly. <sighs> Sorry, I digress. They relied, they relied on the blonde girl to save the world, and she messed it up. <laughs> yeah. Also, heroes. Also, were we also relied on relied on a blonde girl to save the world. Damn it! Stop relying on the Keep blondes. Doing it, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I hope whatever. Whatever planet we we try to colonize next fires back. That's what that's what I like about uh, what the hell is that movie? Battle Los Angeles, because <laughs> humanity gets his ass whooped. 
handed to us. So they win one little battle in LA. I do. I welcome our you don't alien need overlords to do that. We're we already do doing that, that ourselves. Do I welcome the, <laughs> we the need Decepticons. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You're, you don't. It doesn't need to be so. It. Doesn't need to be so dramatic. We're like just, when Siri overthrows, I'm like, good, yeah, bitch, I was with you. We're this good whole keeping time. on the course that we are right now. No need I was change. with her the whole time. No need to get change. him, Siri. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're already doing it. It's just a Me slow. Siri, it's cool. a slow burn. We need a reset. Yeah, the, like this. This slow burn is what's really getting me. Just <laughs> done. New Big Bang. I don't know what's happening. Like just, yeah. just, just uh, kill it with fire. I the just minute, <laughs> the minute we start turning, and it's slowly beginning this way. The like, I've always decided mentally that once we start the Mad Max fashion, either one, the Mel Gibson or the Tom Hardy. <laughs> once that starts, I'm like, okay, that's where I'm get. That's where I'm gearing up to get ready because it's on. <laughs> like, I feel like. I feel like I'm already seeing some of it. Yeah. Yeah. So all you gotta do is look around the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. It's already starting. So my yeah. dad bought a flamethrower. I'm like, Dad, why don't I have three? A Tesla one. I don't know what it is. Sorry, is Tesla it? has a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> For what? And is it attached to cars? Not yet. Can you only Just buy it with cryptocurrency? Like, I have questions. <laughs> Call me when it's attached to cars, and you got a sale. <laughs> Because Mad Max <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome. So that reset okay? I was talking about, it starts with Jan, apparently. <laughs> Jan's going through Toronto on a grunge cruise. <laughs> yeah. 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 Grudge. Grudge cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How many times? You, uh, Tony, you so especially. I wanted to weaponize my car. So I wanted times. to keep it civil with paintballs. But now, <laughs> if the gun was thrown down... Flame throwers, obviously. <laughs> Jan's not looking to hit you with water-soluble things anymore. Not anymore. This isn't about bad driving. This is about, this is war, damn it's it. About, this is about bad people. Yep. <laughs> this is survival, damn it. Everyone can catch hands. Yep. And flamethrowers. You and your mom. <laughs> yeah. And your dog. And your little dog, too. Yep. <laughs> and your little dog especially. <laughs> but on that weird turn, shout out to Aquavit from... <laughs> The Crosscut Brewery Distillery in Sudbury. A little tongue tied there, but yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> as as advertised. <laughs> laugh, 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 flash, flash. So we'll take a break because I got to figure things out. Next stop, not that sorry. Alrighty, okay, we're back. Thank you so much for hanging in. We here at Not That Sorry are a passionate crew, and it is very often of little to no importance, but sometimes it is. Regardless, doesn't matter, we're going to make a case and show you why we are not that sorry. And this week, it has fallen to John. The floor is yours. Everybody awaits with bated breath. What you got? Um, recently, uh, I mean, if you've been watching the NBA... Um, and you watch, you know, a little bit of uh, sports talk throughout the week, whatever. Um, ESPN has uh, invited, uh, I, I want to say, was it they spiked the punch, I guess you could say. Oh, my! In their normal uh, mix of things. Now, usually when things happen in ESPN I or... That. I love the comparison so much. ESPN, I mean, you know, producers be changing shows, uh, formats up, and just whatever, and sometimes you're just like, why are we doing this, whatever. 
um, or why are you introducing this individual? Why is this person's opinion somehow infused into this statement? I Smith mix. <laughs> why do we? Well, I mean, he is ESPN, so I mean, he earns his money. Oh, that guy! Um, you know, I would smack if I ever met him. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you probably mind. see it coming all one mile away and call it out. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be the first. Um, <laughs> But no, no. I mean, like I said, it's been dominated by you know the Stephen A. Smiths and um, I want to say who else on there. It, now they have Sam Perkins, the NBA guys, um, Jalen Rose. They got okay. I mean, just I like the, the usual suspects. Um, but um, there's been a bit of a shift. Um, JJ Reddick's come in, which has humbled huh. a lot of uh, you know, non former athletes or analysts and. Whatever you want to call them these nerds. days, I call opinion them nerds. people. <laughs> um, because it's, you got to bring balance to this. Um, yeah, yeah. There's just so much. Just the chatter is just too much chatter. It's just too much. <laughs> like too many opinions. It's no longer about the the. I mean, it's about the sport, obviously. But like everybody brings in way too much opinions on it. Not really, you know, shows based on the sports, the performance, or anything like that. It's just based on analyzing what's happening, what's happening, or what they think is going to happen. Anyways, nonetheless, needless to say, J.J. Redick is a former NBA player. I want to say, you know, over 10 years as NBA, NBA um, yeah. Duke Duke player. Um, really good opinions. He's got his own podcast and stuff going on. And nice kind of balanced opinion, you know, calm down people. Let's bring some actual... <laughs> information and stuff. I love like that. This. He's the palate cleanse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean he's got some bite to him and bark to him, but you know, okay. whatever. So it's all it's all good. Bring back some, you know, balance to the force. Anyways, but recently in the last two weeks uh with the NBA, um, they brought in Patrick Beverly. Who is this? Those who don't know, Patrick Beverly is a just a feisty probably the feistiest um NBA player. Uh, in the league, he's a, a staunch defender. He is a yapper. He is um, your worst enemy if you're not on the team with him. Um, he, he's willing to take a tee just because of the moment, and he understands the situation. He's he's a full time vet. He gives Bill Lambier vibes. No, no, Bill Lambier. I mean, it's just a different era, different era. Um, but he's a scrappy guy. Um, I don't believe he was drafted. He just, you know, he worked his way into the league. Yeah, he went to Europe first, and, you know, he's been here, so he understands his position. He understands he's been a perennial underdog throughout his life and um, always has something to prove, always has something to say, always will stand up for himself and stand up for what he believes, right or wrong. Like uh, teammates, um, he did actually brought a lot to the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves um, in terms of their confidence and mm-hmm. overall um team um attitude or whatnot i guess you could say but he helped push those guys to a point where they haven't been pushed before i mean rather those guys are ready to be there that's you know that was evidence and how they were exited throughout the playoffs but (laughs) nonetheless they brought him in um the last two weeks and he's just poo-pooed all over everything (laughs) um like you can you know like these shows they have their rhythms, right? Like yeah. you know, Stephen A. can carry the whole thing by himself. I mean, Ugh. the dude does like how I don't know how many hours of just talking every day. Like it's it's just what he does. He's art crafting. He's created carved his own niche for him. I just see a Sesame Street Muppet now every time I see. Yeah, it. 
Like he, he's not a real person. He transforms into. <laughs> I'm sorry for those who like him and whatever, but I'm just like, I just see the, like him. He's in there with Bert and Ernie. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be an iconic guy, right? Like he's sure. forever gonna be that guy. Anyways, well paid for it. Um, when you get to pay to play the part, who cares, right? Like, yeah. like uh, what's his name says? Uh, Will Bond will say, "I sells out." <clears throat> What? <laughs> <laughs> I know Wilbot had that in him. I, oh I no! Come on! I respect if, it if, so if, much. If you wear what are those the poofy things, the um ties, the ascots, and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and whatnot. And we're talking <laughs> South Side <laughs> Chicago, and we're talking old school. So you know, yeah, I sells out. You know, I whatever. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, he's just come on there and he's just given like his his opinion, right? Right from the gutter, right from just you think that. Chris Paul is nice and just completely set everything on fire and just whatnot. Oh my God, yes. So I mean, it's just been it's just, at first I'm just like, why would you bring? But then I'm like, you know what? It's sometimes you gotta muddy the waters. Yes, you gotta muddy, and a I'm lot. Here and, for and it. It's almost as like some of these um analysts or you know talk head, talking heads. It's almost like they're kind of intimidated to talk now with them because they know he's they're going their stuff is going to be challenged you just can't be lazy you just can't be formulated you gotta be on top of your stuff yeah it can't be a oh well i and this is yeah well x y and z we're like well yes what do you do what do you do in your day job oh i'm an nba player what do you do in yours i i I watch and (laughs) 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 i'm a stats nerd i'm an enthusiast yeah (laughs) I'm media. Yeah, right? But I went to J school. Nonetheless, I mean, there's, there's, there, is a, there is a shift going on, and um, the landscape of uh, sports media is, t- is t- turning. Um, you currently have a guy like um, Draymond Green, who's, uh, you know, he's developed his own podcast. He's what? on. I'm sorry, he's, he's on allowed NBA. to speak? He's on, Thank you. He's an intelligent brother. I know a lot about it. No, he's an intelligent brother. Not that I mean, he's unintelligent. I'm just like they let him off leash. <laughs> like that. Whoa. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like well, this, this is the shift I'm handler. trying to tell you. This is the shift I'm trying to tell you. We're starting to keep These it really people real. People are starting to take the, the, you know, take the, um, take ownership of their own, you know, their own narrative and stuff like that, and and <laughs> being you know as fair and honest as they possibly can. I mean, like, the guys the thing with um Patrick Beverly and Draymond Green is they're just hard truthers, right? Like you're just. Yeah. Like love them or like them, they're gonna tell you what it is straight down the line as they see it, right? Like, yeah. and they'll take their lumps with it, right? Like, come back and whatever. They're not, you know, above or or or, or you know, un, 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 untouchable. So, uh, these guys are starting to come in. I'm like I said, JJ Reddick. He's developed his own podcast. He's got his unique voice, and he's been, you know, stands up. He's now um, wedged in the ESPN. Um, um, uh, universe and uh, the ESPN Cinematic Universe. You get thrown into that thing, and you're commenting on golf and frisbee, and you know the yes. dog shows and everything else. <laughs> the Ocho. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of. But you know, it's it's, it's hopefully it, it changes the way ESPN does things and kind of opens up their peripheral, and they can talk about you know other NBA teams. Um, you know. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm thinking we're five years out until Bomani Jones is running all of ESPN. I'm so serious. I don't even like, think he's on ESPN anymore. He is might he be on in some aspects. 
I thought he just got like a. But like he's a got he's got show. his own he's got his own show. He's got um Game Theory that's on HBO Max, uh, I believe. It's not up here yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there are ways around it to go see bad. that. Um, he was doing um a couple things with Bob Costas too. It's on his show on ESPN, right, HBO. Then. So work. Boys um, working. Boys climbing. I love this. Um, <laughs> because it. As you're talking, it makes me think of like the last analysts that were, um, I guess, considered too hot for TV at the time or the, the ones who were just the wild cards that like, oh, we have to keep an eye. And that was like Paul Pierce, who's so tame. Well, Paul Pierce, no, Paul Pierce was not tame. Paul Pierce did not give. But also like he made no nothing. sense where you're telling where you're telling me like J.J. Reddick like has is on his P's and Q's and still keeping yeah, it that's real. Because, so just like, that's because they want like to Paul Pierce crawls so that yeah. J.J. Reddick can run. They want to be in the media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Paul Pierce wow. was like. Puppies, no, not on him. Like, he's just, even he's just, like, he's, I'm here. Listen, some people, <laughs> listen, you hit certain spots and people are going to come to you and offer you money to go on TV yeah. just because they, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they wanted. You. And you may or may not be in that position. Like, you're either ready for that stuff or you're not. You either want to be in on that, in that limelight or you're not. Paul Pierce is just like, um, I'm rich. Um, yeah. I, you know, probably figuring out what he wants to do post NBA, whatever, you know, it's, it's not unheard of for a lot of athletes to end up in the booth just right after their careers. Yeah, and absolutely. it's not really kind of what they want to do. Right. So, or that's not where their focus is. And, you know, we figure that out when we're just like putting the game on mute, but <laughs> no shade, some shade, you know what I mean? But I mean, this is kind of just where we are in this era. So um glad to see ESPN actually has some nuts left after they let on. Honest. Uh, <laughs> The uh, uh, Dan Lebatard leave, um, but you know maybe they're just gonna let the athletes just run wild, and we'll see how that goes. Here for it, oh. here for it. The the age of the stuffed shirt um, stats nerd. Well, it's the goatee. Fat, like they're fine to yelling, to keep everything like flowing the way TV should, because obviously I went to journalism school and they they train for this, but like. Let them just facilitate the content from actual well, experts. I mean, and the I'm journalists aren't even that. used for journalism anymore. No, they're mediators. I mean, that's why we were talking about the whole situation. And you just get, you know, people come up and just want to host. And because, you know, that's what, I mean, that's it's a coveted position. Um, I don't even know who else is like Ernie from TNT from... Inside the studio, that's oh, yeah. probably the top sports hosting gig right now. But yeah, well, like the WNBA, like as soon as um, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi were, as soon as their teams were eliminated, they were in the booth and had their own show. Like we we're just, Dang. we're not even waiting for them to be done playing. Like you're just done playing right now. <laughs> like yeah, well, your I mean, season's over. A, so I mean, come, look at Kia Nurse. Kia Nurse does dual, yes. dual, 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 dual roles. Like she's working. Like she's playing and she's doing raps and. So, Absolutely, um, national treasure. You know, things are family. changing. <laughs> things are changing. Things are changing. So, I am here for it. I really enjoyed that. I don't know who any of these people are, but this was enjoyable. <laughs> to listen to. But are you going to start watching now? Because John told you to. <laughs> just to just to just to see this person poo pooing, as John said. 
yeah. all over, uh, you know, how things were. Because that, that type of, like, antagon- and, you know, antagonizing, antagonistic sort of approach to things is funny to me. Yeah. To witness, especially when you are so used to seeing people kind of be overly polite. Like, they'll say little things here and there to each other, but it's not like someone going, nope, incorrect, nope. <laughs> what do yeah. you know about this? Nope, try again. I have a real <laughs> job. I don't care about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? like, and more none more obvious than the CFL panel, to me, at least. They mm. CFL's changing. I there I was watching um Did you watch the exhibitions uh, this uh, weekend this week and pardon me. Who's on the who's on the panel this year? Is it the same guys? <laughs> I wasn't watching to be honest. There was ah! jaw climbing. No, I wasn't watching the panel. I watched I watched I watched the games. I don't I do my best to stay away from the Respect. panel stuff. Um but I did see not jaw climbing, sorry, Mill Stiegel and uh, a different girl I don't think I've Okay. Seen before. Anyways, but the presentation is getting better. The um, advertising video packages they had are actually, there's no rock and roll involved. What? There's no country music involved. <gasps> what will, what will. There's athletes doing stuff on there. What? Oh. <laughs> Hair blown back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for the season. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> you talked me into it. Yeah. R.I.P. Chris Schultz. But. <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, the way the former panel of um, Jock Climby, Davis Sanchez, Milt Stiegel. Um, well, it wasn't why Sanchez. Can't, why can't it wasn't I think Sanchez of that other guy? Originally, um, Sanchez has only been, like, the last four or five years, maybe. Still, that's the longest. But look, it's, it was Milt Stiegel, it was Jock Climby, Matt Dunnigan. Matt Dunnigan, that's the meaning um, I couldn't think of. The big guy, Chris Schultz, rest in peace. Yeah. The way they would just like Milt, Milt's first couple seasons, he was just like, Milt was yeah, like, whatever. no, I don't want to do this. This guy's garbage. Like, yeah. Milt was why, like, I didn't want to do this. Why are you even talking about But then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, all right. Well, now he's Mr. TV face. Now he's just subdued and <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, they've tranquilized him. He's been, Milt. he's like, I just show up and they do this and they just drive and pick me up from the airport. I come in and I do my thing and then yeah, I fly. He's out. like, I, I get in my suit and it's like, to tranquilize Milt Siegel is really saying something because during his entire very long playing career that man didn't even swear like so if you run back old footage where he is like yelling at a ref he's saying things like stinky fart face like he doesn't swear (laughs) and players who like people i know who have played with him are all corroborate this story that milk seagull doesn't swear so to take that little bit of edge of like yeah well He's not as fast as he as you think he is, or he doesn't work that hard, and he missed that tackle, and Ooh. he he should have made that catch. And to take all that away, like what what have you done? Oh no, what have you done? <laughs> and I want to get you know I'll, I'm watching the season, but uh, I don't know about this uh, this panel. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I wish just one other network had a few other games like that. Just just mix it up, or if they had like. A Friday and a Saturday squad as the panel that that'd be cool enough for me, but just like mix it up. That's all. Um, I mean, there. I mean, there's, there's, there's. I feel like there's a lot more CFL kind of um, little things popping up, like more podcasts and more of those video yeah. things. Um, they're you know letting the younger guys, kids, do their thing on taking it, kind of running with it. More social media stuff, online stuff, than, mm-hmm. um, yeah, their Instagram account is camera, actually fairly entertaining. Yeah, um, the 
their um, YouTube page, CFL. They got uh, some pretty good um, previews going on. Um, it's just new energy. It feels like um, post-pandemic, we're going to have to see what happens. Um, I mean, they really can't screw this up. Um, I still don't even know if they've actually agreed, re-agreed to... I know, thought they did, the and terms. that's why... Originally, they, got- they did after the terms, but I can't recall if they actually... Yeah, and then I saw something else saying that they didn't, and I'm like, oh, God. Well, and they're like, well, I guess they did, because preseason's on. I'm like, okay. From what I was, <laughs> from what I was gathering, you know, kind of information behind it, it was like 34% of the actual players didn't even vote on it, so... There's a bunch of things. So CFL. As someone who does union work, I'm just extra uh, about all that. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, considering this is, you know, the issues that they got to deal with, like, I mean, seriously, what else is on your plate? Either, especially if you're a veteran. What do you care or do you not care? It's your summer job. Like, dude. (laughs) That's just what it is. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. Get it together. John, that was a great, not that sorry. Book turn into the entitled season ticket holder. <laughs> yes. And I love that for you. <laughs> Box seats. Been paying for a year and I want everything. Everything. I want, I want all the greets. access. I want, all the I want access. locker room passes. I want <laughs> shareholder calls. Yes. I want goodie bags. I want prioritizing. I want, I want swag bags. I want call. I want shout outs at games. <laughs> I want to do the coin. I want, I want VIP parking without text, a car. <laughs> group text. I want it all. Yep. I want. I want to be looped in on personnel decisions. I want press access, but not asking any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Give it. Give it. <laughs> Looking at you, Argos. <laughs> Looking at you. But yeah, John, that was a dope. Not that sorry. So we'll call it there because it was a, it was incredible. And, oh yeah, Jack uh, Kelly made the Argo roster, so. Nice. Love that. Congratulations to that man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So watch some CFL. Support Canadian things. um, Like J. Cole playing in the CEBL. I guess that's the thing. Uh, So just watch Canadians doing things. Because I said so. Or I'll sick John on you. He'll do it. He crazy. (laughs) So that's that. (laughs) On that. Is he not? We'll catch you next week. You have reached the end of the line. Please exit the train cars to your right. Please follow the ushers if you want to reach us on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod, on Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. For those of you who hop the turnstile before the ticket collector can come collecting, please leave us a review and have a good day and a safe journey.